Hey folks, this is Chip, and this week I had a last-minute cancellation for my interview. So I thought I'd take this opportunity to talk a bit about how the podcast has been going so far and some of my thoughts on its future. So first, here are some basic facts. I started the podcast in October 2021 with me recording episodes in my basement. Uh, Soon thereafter, my boss found out that I was recording a podcast and um, using makeshift equipment of my own, and he said, hey, why don't you use the really nice podcast studio that we have at work? Uh, We have much better equipment and everything. So uh, I work for a company called Life Science Connect, and they allow me to use the studio and all their equipment. Um, So since then, since probably the first few episodes, I've been recording them Uh, at our studio, which is in Knowledge Park near Penn State Barrand. I've recorded 48 episodes so far, and I break them up into 10-episode seasons, maybe around 10 episodes. Uh, I take a few weeks off in between seasons. Um, I am a musician, and I play a lot, so I like to have some time off in between doing this. Um, I will be taking uh, a break after next week's episode. Uh, Most episodes get about... 100 downloads within the first week. And the episode I did with Steve McConnell, who was the drummer for the Snowmen and lots of other bands, uh, that's still the leader in downloads with nearly 400. Now, keep in mind, those are tiny numbers compared to most local and obviously national podcasts. But I appreciate every one of those downloads. So Uh, Let's see. The podcast only covers musicians and bands that actively played in Erie during 1960 to 1990. Now, the key there is the word actively. Um, It's not about the musician or band that played a couple of times here or there. Um, It's also not about just musicians who went on to fame or playing professionally. I know I've had some people reach out to me and say, why aren't you covering this guy or this band? You know, um, that's not my intent. Uh, Some of the people that I've interviewed, you know, they've played for a few years in Erie and um, were active. And, you know, uh, they eventually maybe retired from playing for one reason or another. And that's fine. Um, And and yes, to answer everybody's question, uh, I would have Pat Monahan on the podcast if I could. And yes, I did try to reach out to him when I started this via Facebook or, I don't know, the band's website or something. But I can only imagine that he has more important offers and things to worry about. So, But, you know, I always say um, Erie's rock and roll history and and its legacy is not just about guys like Pat Monahan, who, I'm putting this in air quotes, made it big in some way. Um, You know, it's more about the men and women who toiled in those basements and garages rehearsing, you know, for hours and hours with no air conditioning often and uh, just to play in bars and restaurants and school gyms at the YMCA. We hear that a lot uh, at local fairs, at coffee shops. And they did that for many years, either on their own or in bands while getting paid very little but loving what they do so much that they just kept coming back over and over so that we, the music fans, would recognize their names in the newspaper or 
when we heard their songs played on the radio, we'd recognize their bands. Um, and, and yes, for those of you who are younger out there, <laughs> that did used to happen. Uh, local bands did get airplay on the radio back in the day. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's not only about um, the most famous people who have left town and gone on to a big success. Um, success is in, comes in different flavors, obviously. So, uh, Also, I know after only 48 episodes that I still have a lot of ground to cover. I need to interview and talk about more original bands and musicians who play original music and play their own music. Um, bands like Pistol Whip and the X-Whites are high on my list. And I've messaged back and forth with Rick DeBello over the past year or so and about having him on the podcast someday. And he was such a fixture in the music scene, especially in the original music uh, scene, especially during the 80s. So um, that will happen someday. We just need to figure it out. Um, I've also been in conversation with guys like Dean Gleason. Uh, Dean plays in the Blues Beaters, and he uh, talked to me about the Living Dead Band, which is a super interesting and cool band that didn't play a lot in Erie, but played around a lot. And um, there's a lot of folks that remember them from the 70s. So um, wore a lot of makeup, much like Kiss, and was in that whole era. So, But there are, are plenty of others who, you know, a lot of them intentionally avoided being just another cover band, and they focused exclusively on playing their own music. And I, I recognize uh, I need to talk with more of them. So, um, But you know what? I also need to interview more non-white musicians uh, and more females. Uh, I would love to talk with Mary Alice Brown. I would love, love, love to talk to her. Uh, she's a true eerie legend. And, you know, I've previously expressed my interest in talking with members of the band The Seagrams, which was an all-girls band dubbed The Female Monkeys from the 1960s. Um, I haven't been able to land that interview yet, but uh, to any of those out there who are listening that were in that band, I'd love to have one of you on. Um, the same is true for those rock and roll front women we remember from the 70s and 80s, like Robin Burek and Maggie Flanagan. I've made inquiries into each of them, and I've talked to Robin in the past, and um, haven't been able to land any interviews with either of uh, Robin or Maggie yet, but um, they're also on my list. And I'd also like to talk to members of the all-black band Sky's the Limit from the 1970s and 80s. And then there are the musicians who are no longer with us. I did a retrospective, or I did retrospective episodes on Keith Vasheko and Paul Yachlin in previous seasons, and I included comments from their peers and friends and family. I'd like to do the same thing for people like John Rainey or Henrik Ostergaard or Bernie White and others. I mean, there are plenty of musicians who were well-known in the eerie music scene who are no longer with us today, so... And, you know, I'd also like to expand my scope of who I interview to people who were pivotal to the music scene, like bar owners, promoters, roadies, sounder, light personnel. Like I did the episode last week with John Farr. He was a light guy. Um, people like Bev and Tippy from the P.I. and Sherlock's would be great, or Bob Nelson from Docksider. Those, those types of names come to mind for me. But the thing I want you to remember is this is not a contest. Uh, I'm not trying to create an eerie music hall of fame with this podcast. Um, when it comes down to it, 
the only criteria aside from them them having to have played or actively played, remember that word, actively played during that time frame I talked about, 1960 to 1990. That's all I cover. Um, aside from that, it's only up to me if I want to interview them, you know. Um, do I find that there's a, a good story there? Um, and do I have the time? Uh, because this podcast does take time to create. And even with the money that the generous JPT Foundation donates to the podcast each year, it still costs me to create this podcast. I'm not making any money at all, um, which is not why I went into it. But that also brings up a lot of an, a, a common question that people have for me, and that is, how long do you plan on doing this? Um, honestly, as I've said already, I know that there are a wealth of people I'd still like to interview. Um, and I'd like to keep recording until I basically run out of time or money or people to interview. So um, it'll be a while, hopefully. Uh, and one more thing, uh, my website, it sucks, right? Uh, right now it is, um, you just come to a page that says, hey, this is not operational right now. It used to be um, for the first few uh, seasons, I would have all sorts of photos from my guests and everything. But the web platform that I was using, it changed and I'm not a web developer and I didn't know how to update it. And then I tried changing to another platform and that took time. And, you know, like I said, this takes a lot of time. So maybe someday the website will be back up and running. But for now, I'm just posting all those photos. Uh, and, you know, you can always listen to each episode right on Facebook. I know a lot of folks do that. If you don't have Facebook, I apologize. Um, you won't be able to see the photos, but you can listen to it anywhere on any podcast app, uh, Apple Podcasts, but there's usually, I shouldn't say any, it's on most of them, uh, right on your phone, or you can go, like I said, right to Facebook and listen to it from there. I post the link there. Maybe someday I'll get around to redoing that website. So, But in the meantime, if you have any suggestions for people that I should interview or contact info, uh, info for people that I mentioned today or you've met me out somewhere and said, hey, you should talk to this person or that person. If you have contact info for them, great. Send me a message on Facebook through the podcast page or you can always email me at Erie Music History Podcast. That's a long one, Erie Music History Podcast at gmail.com. And please, if you listen on Apple Podcasts or any podcast app, rate the podcast or leave a review because, I don't know, I guess that helps something. But listen, most importantly, I want to thank you all for listening and supporting this podcast. I'm having a blast doing it. I've met so many great musicians you know, many of them I'm a big fan of, you know, and um, I've talked to so many music fans about the local scene and learned all sorts of stuff. So I appreciate everything that you're doing out there and supporting the podcast. And until next week's regular episode, I'm Chip Shell. Uh, I'll see you next, or I won't see you, but you'll hear me again next week. Now go out and support some live music. Thanks a lot.
Thanks for listening, and special thanks to the JPT Foundation for sponsoring the podcast and for letting us use their events hall once a month for our free music night featuring the fabulous Leftovers. They're a band of longtime eerie musicians who play for an hour and then are followed by two hours of an open mic. All the proceeds for the event go to the Second Harvest Food Bank. The music nights are held the first Tuesday of the month from 6 to 9 at the Events Hall, which is located on West 38th Street in the plaza right next to Our Lady of Peace Church. And finally, for information on what bands and musicians are playing in Erie and the surrounding area, please check out Jack Stevenson's Two Man Happy Hour podcast and webpage. Jack gives you all the details you need each week on who is playing where. That's Two Man Happy Hour podcast. So I'm Chip Shell, and I thank you again for listening to the Erie Music History Podcast.